This is More Than Conquerors with your Bible teacher, Pastor Ray Hegestilianos. As a teaching pastor for almost 30 years, Pastor Ray's heart and vision is simply to build up God's army, enabling them to stand strong in their faith. As the senior pastor at Living Word Christian Church in White Plains, New York, Pastor Ray will challenge you today to begin your walk in integrity and victory, forever changing your life as transformed by the power of God. More Than Conquerors is supported by the generous gifts of listeners like you. You can find us online by going to livingwordchurch.org. God's Word, the Bible, has a great many things to say on the topic of fear. In fact, in one form or another, it's mentioned approximately 500 times, sometimes as a stern warning or as a means to a good end, such as God has not given us spirit of fear or there is no fear in love. In this anointed series, Breaking the Fear Barrier, you'll not only see the blessings of overcoming this often paralyzing curse, but also be introduced to fear's most mortal enemy and strongest weapon against it, faith. Pastor teaches powerfully about overcoming this extremely effective weapon of Satan in a way you have probably never heard it taught before. In simple biblical stories like that of King Jehoshaphat, who overcame his fear by simply trusting God, you'll finally understand what a thief fear really is and what a blessing breaking the fear barrier will be for your life. If you're here tonight just because this is, this is merely what you do on Thursday night, then you're here for the praise God. I appreciate that kind of commitment. That's wonderful and don't stop it. But, but please understand that there's a greater purpose for you being here so that you can, you can get your sword of the spirit sharpened so that you can get your praiser tweaked. This evening when you came in and we were praising, I would hope that you had your focus on your personal battle and that you were, you were being led into pray, places of praise and worship tonight that would lead you into deeper conquests, into your personal battles. He says, you'll not need to fight this battle. Position yourselves and stand still. Stand still. Stand still. And he says here, stand still and see the salvation of the Lord who is with you. One of the things we've got to remember is God is with us. We've been over this over the last day. God is with us. Who can be against us? What can be against us? Can bad news be against us? Can people be against us? Can a bad report be against us? Can, can the devil be against us? What can prosper? What can succeed in our lives when God stands with us before everything that we face? If God be for us, who can? No weapon formed against us will prosper and we will refute every tongue that rises in judgment against us. This is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. So, so really, what I'm trying to get here tonight is that the army of God, the armies of God, that's us, say that's us. The armies of God need a, a pep talk, need, need a revival. We need a revival within our own ranks. We need a resurgence of the spirit of God in our lives. We need a new wave of fire to rise up on the inside of us. Because the enemy is trying to taunt us and weary us, make us ineffective, try to rob us of our dreams and our visions and our future. 
I'm telling you, I'm speaking something here prophetic tonight because I can see it, I can feel it in the spirit that the enemy slowly, in a very insidious way, is trying to gain it over God's people. It's time for us to rise up. It's time for us to stir it up. It's time for us to shake it up. It's time for us to lift it up. It's time for us to shout and to praise and to rejoice like we have never shouted and praised and rejoiced. And if there is a day in your mind that is giving you trouble, if there is a memory of, of, a, of a point in your life or a time in your life or a day in your life that haunts you and taunts you, you must rise up with a fearless faith, confront that day and begin to curse it in the name of Jesus. Begin to declare that I, that day is cursed in my life and has no power and no effect over my future. Maybe a day where a scar, a wound was inflicted upon you Curse that day and declare that that day or that season or that time in your life has absolutely no power and no authority and no place in your life and will not dictate, I said, will not dictate to your tomorrows and to your future. Your future is more blessed than your past. What's up a front, up ahead of you is greater than the things that are behind you. And some of these effects, some of these things in our life, if, we're, if we don't know how to properly put them in their place and take authority over them, the devil will use them to try to rob you of your future and rob you of your tomorrow and rob you of your peace and rob you of your joy. Stand still. I said stand still. Listen, listen, let me tell you what. I'm believing for a time in this church where we're going to have some militant men and women begin to rise up with a militant voice of praise and a militant voice of prayer and a militant voice of power, refusing, refusing the enemy entrance into their homes, refusing enemy entrance into their children's lives. I mean, contending for their families, contending for their households, contending for their children, contending for their finances, contending with the enemy over these things with a deep, strong Strong, vibrant prayer that comes from the depth of one's spirit and not merely from their tongue. We need to rise up on our toes once again and begin to cry from the depths of our spirit with prayers with prayers that truly will, av- that will avail much, with prayers that will come from the depths of our being, or the depths of our hearts that have been in the presence of God, it, it coming from a place of faith, knowing that God waits on that side of eternity for his creation, for his children to rise up with a militancy that refuses to be denied. Like Jacob who wrestled with God all night and said, I will not let you go until you bless me and wrestled the entire night with the angel of the Lord, wrestled with God himself. And the story says that the angel took his finger and put it in the socket of his hip and dislocated his hip so he came out limping. You know what that means. He came out differently than the way he went in. He went in one way, but he came out a totally different way because he contended with God, hallelujah, over his life. 
I'm believing for a day uh, that the, a militant voice will rise out of the ranks of this church. People who will make an altar right where they are and begin to get on their faces before God and begin to grab like the Old Testament, the horns of the altar, praying and seeking and pressing in to God. Stand still. Stand still and take your position. Be still in the spirit. Being still in the spirit doesn't mean that I don't do anything or I'm neutral. It means I continue to pray believing. I continue to stand even when I feel like fainting. Being still before God is staying in my place and staying in my position with my eyes upon God, refusing to be denied. I stand still. I camp out. I take my position. I say it's going to be exactly the way God said it's going to be over my life, over my family, over my finances, over my future, over my church. It's going to be exactly the way God said it's going to be because God is not a man that he should lie. And every promise, every promise of God is already yes and amen to the glory of God. But as long as we succumb to fear, as long as we succumb to doubt, as long as we allow the devil to dilute us just a little bit, there's a great move of the enemy to dilute God's people. Just make you a little less effective. And it's a very, very slow process. He does it in a very, very insidious way, a very sneaky, crafty way. Little by little, little dose, little dose, little dose, little dose. Some have been poisoned by other people. Hatred, you know, people who had hatred in their heart. And the way they do it is with little drops, consistent little drops of poison. You can barely, 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 barely detect it. But they keep doing it and they keep doing it and they keep doing it until finally the person is poisoned. That's exactly how the enemy works in your life and in my life. We all have warfare. And the enemy would love for you and me to think that we are disqualified. He would love for you or me to think that we're less than. He would love for you and me to think that we're weak. He would love for you or me to think that we, we're, we, can't, we can't endure it. He would love for you and me to think that our time is over. And he just keeps at it and keeps at it. Stand still. Hold your position and see. See the salvation. See what God's going to do. See what God's going to do. Who is with you? Oh, Judah and Jerusalem, do not fear. There it is again. Say it. Do not fear. Personalize that. I will not fear. I will not be dismayed. So he says, do not fear. Do not be dismayed. Tomorrow go out against them, for the Lord is with you. You can face whatever you have to face tomorrow because God is with you. God is with you. Jehoshaphat bowed his head with his face to the ground and all Judah and all the inhabitants of Judah bowed down before the Lord, worshiping the Lord, worshiping the Lord, worshiping. See, see you know, we, we've, uh, we've got to come to understand, and this is for everybody here, everybody, we've got to understand the power that there is in worship. 
We don't merely come to have song service. We don't merely come to sing. We come to worship the Most High God. I'm believing for a day and a time, and we, we've, we've broken up there. We've, we've got, and our, our, our group is really good, and they are unified, and they are connected. And we've gotten to a level of breakthrough a few times in this church where, man, it just felt like heaven was open before. I mean, it felt like we were doing just battle in the spirit through worship and praise. Man, it felt like we could take down anything. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Am I getting too super? Am I getting spooky? No, come on. Worship, I mean, where we got into the holy of holies. Man, I'm believing for more of that. I'm believing. Worship team, worship team, worship team, worship team. I pray over you tonight that you will have the strength of God, the wisdom of the Lord, the leading in the direction of the Spirit, that every Every worship service will not be created by you, but uniquely, divinely put together by the Holy Spirit. And that you will be led in every worship service the exact right song at the exact right moment. You will flow. You will flow. You will flow. I pray this over your lives right now that you will see the seriousness of it. And that you'll not just look at it as choir or worship team, but you'll see it for what it is. You will see the importance of your, of your ministry and the important part that you play when you stand upon this holy altar of God and help the people into the holy of holies. That you'll not merely just go from one song to the other, but you will flow, you will flow with a fresh and strong anointing upon your life to carry this worship to a higher place than ever before. Oh, I just pray it over each and every one of you right now in Jesus' mighty and magnificent and awesome name. No nervousness, no fear, no worry, just flow, absolute flow in the name of Jesus. Put his face to the ground, bowed his face before the Lord and worshiped. Let me just tell you something here tonight. <clears throat> and um, I just came to share it in my heart. I didn't have any notes or just felt this in my heart and my spirit, and I just wanted to share it with you tonight. But worship. Right now, tonight in this, in this room, if you have worry, replace it with worship and prayer. If you have fear, replace it with worship and prayer. If you don't know what to do, worship and pray. You don't have to know. You don't have to have an answer. In your time of worship and prayer, God will give you the answer. You're going to get it in your spirit. Verse 22. Now when they, the armies of Jehoshaphat, when they began to sing and to praise, <laughs> notice, the Lord sent ambushes against the people of Ammon, Moab, and Montseer who had come against Judah, and they were defeated telling you whatever it is that stands before you tonight can be defeated as you just worship and pray 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 we don't understand the power that there is in worship and prayer 
You know, I'm going to tell you what. You see, and I'll tell you why we don't know the power that there is in worship and prayer. Because in most churches around our country, worship time has either been cut down, you know, it barely exists, or it's there, but people don't even come to it. They wait until the end of the worship time to go to church because all they want to hear the word, which we understand is, is of, of most importance. But we don't understand how important prayer and wor- uh, worship and praise is and prayer. You call a prayer meeting, hardly anybody ever shows up because people really, I'll be honest with you, I think people are so weak in their prayer, they, they, maybe they just don't even believe their prayers are going to work. It was like, you know, it's probably not a time to tell a joke, but I think it's apropos. It's like the, the, the territory out in the Midwest that was having a major drought. The pastor got up one Sunday morning and said, we're going to have a prayer meeting so we can break this drought. Tomorrow night, everybody be here at 7 o'clock. And a couple people came. The pastor stood up and said, everybody go home. They said, well, why, pastor? We came to pray. He said, well, you came to pray for prayer. Not one of you brought an umbrella or a rain jacket. But you see what I mean? You see? What, do you understand what I'm saying? Maybe, maybe we don't go to prayer because we really don't believe it's going to work. And, and that's part of the inoculation of the enemy trying to dilute everything we know about the truth of God. Worship and prayer, worship and prayer, worship and prayer, worship and prayer, worship and praise and prayer. Just worship. And, and it says here, as they worshiped, this is powerful. As they worship, God began to work in their behalf. I say, I'm believing. We've seen it a couple times in this church, but I'm believing. I'm believing for this. As we're worshiping, people are going to get healed. Amen. There's going to be such a sweet anointing of worship and praise that people are going to get breakthroughs. It was one time a bunch of years ago. It only happened, to my knowledge, once or twice in this church, but one time I remember we were in the midst of a mighty time of praise. And there was a young boy in, in the congregation, and he had sickle cell anemia. was born with his name was Jesse. His mother's name was Vanetta. Some of you might remember Vanetta. And Jesse had sickle cell anemia. He was born with it. And he'd have to go to the doctor every few months for a blood test and always came back, you know, positive, 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 positive. And uh, this one Sunday, we, they were sitting in the... And for those of you that don't know about sickle cell anemia, to the best of my knowledge, it's pretty much a deadly disease. And... People usually die very young or very early in, in life because of that, that disease. And uh, one, one Sunday, we were just worshiping, worshiping the whole house. It wasn't in this church. It was when we were back in Portchester in the little place. And we were worshiping, and we were worshiping, and we were praising. And, and I remember it. Some of you were in that service. You remember it. And Jesse nudged his mother, and he said, Mommy, I feel something warm going through me. I don't know what it is. I feel bumps or warmth going through me or something and Vanetta just nudged him and said Jesse don't worry about it just that's God just let him do what he wants to do so happened that that week Jesse was going for another test as he had to go you know as he did uh, every quarter or whatever it was or twice a year he had, it was a few days later that was on Sunday and a couple of days later he went for the test and a couple of days later the results came back the first time in 13 years that the test did not, the blood work did not come back positive. It came back negative. He showed no signs of sickle cell anemia in his body. Now wait, now wait. I spoke to his mother, oh, maybe about two years ago. She happened to call two and a half years ago. She reported that Jesse is absolutely fine, in perfect health, well, a strong young man, uh, and he's up in his upper 20s now. I believe he's still serving God. I don't remember all the details, but he's in good 
condition in good shape. Hallelujah. Give God the glory and the praise. As we were worshiping, you, you remember that account in the book of Acts? It says, as they ministered to the Lord, the Holy Ghost began to speak and separate me, Barnabas, and Paul, or I think it was Barnabas and Paul, separate them and tell them to do this and do that. Instructions came as they worshiped, as they ministered to the Lord in worship and in praise. So instead of having worry time, complaining time, let's sit and scratch our heads trying to figure it out time. Let's turn it into worship and praise time. And let's honor God. Let's do, let's follow the pattern of Jehoshaphat, though he had a great army that was facing him or that he was facing. He had a great battle that he did not have the strength for, did not have the wisdom for, did not have the wherewithal. He even had fear about it. But yet what he did, he obeyed God. He took his position, he stood still, and he watched the victory of the Lord in his behalf. Because the battle is not yours, it's God's. You do your part, God's going to take care of the rest. You live it, you speak it, you do it, you, you, you work the word in your life, and you leave the rest to God. God will do his part on that side. He'll do what you can't do. He'll do what's too difficult for you to do. He'll do, you know, things that, that you, you just didn't think you could ever do. God will take care of the rest. God will bring the right people across your path. God will open the right door. God will, you know, give you the, the sign to go this way or that way, the nudging. You'll know exactly what to do because God is working with you, not against you. God is with you. He's for you. He's not against you. And as they worshiped, that's all they did. They didn't have any weapons. They didn't have anything. Stand against the army. Just worship. See, I'm going to tell you what. The world thinks we're nuts. Let them think we're nuts. You're not going to change their mind. I'm not going to change, change their mind. They do not understand this because they're blinded. They cannot see with spiritual eyes. We know that prayer changes things. We know that when we get down to worship, that's our battle cry. We fight in the spirit with praise and worship and prayer. That's how we fight, with the word of God in our, hand, in our, in our mouth and a two-headed sword in our hand. That's how we fight the, word, uh, the warfare that comes before us. We fight with a, with, with a different kind of weapon that the world does not understand. But let me tell you what. They're going to understand when you and I get the victory. They're going to understand when the impossible becomes possible. They're going to understand when the world said, you're not going to make it. You're a loser. And God begins to work on your behalf and turns your whole situation around and puts you on top when you were on the bottom. They're going to understand when it looks like you lost everything and God supernaturally comes into your life and replaces everything better than the way you had it before. Come on, give God the praise and the glory. Stand still, hold fast your position and see the victory of the Lord on your behalf. Begin to sing and worship and praise and watch and see what God's going to do for you and in your life. Can I get a better amen than that? Tune in tomorrow afternoon at 2 for More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray. If today's message was a blessing to you, ask for your free CD of the broadcast for a gift of any amount to help support this radio ministry. 
Just mail your request with your check to More Than Conquerors or MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Be sure to include the date of the message you're requesting. If ordering a complete Bible study series, a minimum love offering of $20 is appreciated. Identify the series and include the word series in your order. If you simply want to sow a gift into the work of the MTC Radio Ministry, go to livingwordchurch.org and click on the Give Online Radio Ministry tab. Or send your check to MTC, P.O. Box 8187, White Plains, New York, 10602. Pastor Ray invites you to visit Living Word Church in person or via their weekly live stream broadcast Sunday mornings at 11 a.m. But before we go, here's a final word from Pastor Ray. This is Pastor Ray Hegistilianos. It's always a privilege to share the life-saving, life-changing Word of God with you, our listeners. And today, as always, I trust that these messages are impacting your life in a very positive way. Remember that as life's challenges come, we are more than conquerors. This has been More Than Conquerors with Pastor Ray Hegistilianos and is provided by Living Word Christian Church, White Plains, New York.